that was fun. My name's Amy, and I've been a member since 1988. And I'm standing here a bit humbled and a little bit nervous, but I also see a lot of friendly faces that make me feel more relaxed. So thank you for smiling, and just know that I'm not a pastor, <laughs> but I'm here to share a little bit with you. So if I can do this, anyone can. And I have found out how hard it is to write a sermon and how there can be endless edits. I was making edits, edits for the last two weeks. I'm gonna call my talk New Shoes. So we've had a shoe, few shoe references in the last few months and we're painting shoes this Thursday. So I think it's fitting to talk about shoes because as a PNC, we were looking for a good fit. We are starting a new journey with Pastor Dan and a journey always needs good shoes. So now let's wave our hands in the air and give Pastor Dan and his family a warm welcome. Yay! So, I will try to talk about the Holy Spirit, which I have always found hard to understand. I was actually going to try to explain it for the very first time, but I'm bailing on that one. <laughs> Let's just say the reason we are all up here today is that the Holy Spirit moved in us and with Dan during the PNC process. So referencing the scripture, I want to preface by saying the Bible often intimidates me. It seems like a code to decipher. I tend to get more out of it when studying with others. In retirement, I've had the luxury to participate in the Wednesday afternoon discussion. I hope that you will consider joining it because it just brings so much more richness to the um, understanding of the scripture. The individual gifts, insight, intellect, experiences that people bring to discussion allows us to, as I said, have more understanding. I tend to oversimplify and focus on certain words to distill it to something meaningful. Here's my simple message for today, in case you get lost. We are called to grow and mature as Christ's body in unity and with love, and in so doing, use our unique gifts. With Pastor Dan, this is an opportunity for us to discover those gifts as we take this new journey together. So I want you to repeat after me. Growth, unity, love, gifts. Growth, unity, love, gifts. Now, the message offers a helpful interpretation about gifts in verse 7. Even though we come together as Christ's body, we don't have to be the same. In God's eyes, we have unique gifts to share. I look out on our congregation and I see on our horizon a melting pot of unique gifts. Even on our PNC, we served according to our gifts. Andy, where are you? Andy was our historian, very resourceful, thoughtful, and inquisitive. Stephanie 
had such a gift with words and professionalism, as well as being a great Western Springs resource. Matt was our chief communicator and leader. Steve was an all-around sage contributor with insights, good questions, experience, and an awesome community tour guide. And I was an organizer, writer, initiator. A quick aside, I just finished the very rich book, The Covenant of Water, and I was struck by the elements that powerfully wove generations of people together, and yet how the individual gifts of the characters shined. Science, sculpting, writing, nurturing, and the concept of water as a symbol of fluidity, unity, as well as mystery, seemed to relate to our bond in Christ and source in creation. Now, let me back up. The last two or three years have not been easy. The pandemic challenges, the news, and then saying goodbye to beloved staff. I've been through three pastor transitions and as painful as it was at times, our church stood strong and adapted. We are the church, and we have been standing strong in Christ. Do we get discouraged sometimes? Sure, but look around and see what we have become. Some new faces, a little older and a few more gray hairs for some of us a few inches taller and shoe sizes bigger for some of you. And will you look at this beautiful sanctuary and our beautiful grounds? Amen. Yes, yes. I feel grateful for being on the PNC. As I think about it, the Holy Spirit worked in unexpected ways. I took my PNC tasks seriously and I poured over all the information from you and was reminded how you are a part of my family, Christ's family. Our PNC really tried to capture the right words to describe who we are as a church to call a new pastor. I was very devoted, but I wasn't confident. I'm very much a team player, <laughs> so I was very fortunate to have a great team to work with. I am an idea machine, a doer, and I can be all over the place. However, my idea machine, after seeing many pastor information forms, watching church services, and talking with candidates, took me to wonderful places beyond the PNC, such as thinking about ways to spread God's love into the community. Sometimes I couldn't turn my brain off and I was on the plane making an excessive list. <laughs> Some of you got that email. <laughs> Our members got to know each other, even though we have seen each other a zillion times. And we presented many viewpoints, counterpoints, and we prayed. But we coalesced, if that's the right word. We came together as parts to a body, Christ's body. Our church's future was constantly on our minds, forward thinking. You're probably wondering, why am I not talking about Dan much? <laughs> well, don't take offense. This process is not just about him. It is mostly about you, 
us, our church. Throughout history, the Holy Spirit has moved in generations of people to come together, weather difficult times, and love. Great leaders have come and gone, but the church lives on with Christ as our leader. So moving forward, we need to think about our developing young people and share the good news while loving our neighbor, as Ben preached about last week. We are called to be hopeful, to rise above the ugly news, and bring Christ's light to the world. Equipped with that light, we can be joyful givers in our own special way. Why Pastor Dan? He was very easy to talk to, was very interested in us and our church's history. I love that he likes to build relationships, collaborate, and build consensus. He connects easily and is thoughtful in his listening and responses. He believes in us as a church, our dedication to mission and service, building community, and that we all have gifts to share. He embraces the pastoral term, a teaching elder. Dan wants to see who we are. Over these next few weeks, <laughs> you've already done it, I think, <laughs> judging by the calendar that's filled, please reach out and chat with him. Ask your questions. The Holy Spirit resides in organic conversation of people being real. And we totally support him in having a balance, having a family life. In the end, I think the Holy Spirit has been telling me to trust God, soldier on for this church, and to remember truly why we are here, and not get caught up in the minutia that creates walls in churches and keeps people away. I want us to be open and affirming to anyone that comes in our door, for this is Christ's church for everyone. With Dan as our new pastor, it will kind of be like putting on new shoes. Bearing in mind the actionable words, growth, unity, love, gifts, I hope those shoes take us to new places together. Thank you. Matt. Um, thanks, Amy, I think, because that's a really hard act to follow. I mean, you've, you've got shoes, you've got props, you've got all of this stuff, and um, I, I think this is why they typically make sermons like a one-person show, so nobody has to follow that. Um, so, so um, thank you, Dan, for giving me what we can call the opportunity to be here today. Um, as Amy reminded us, our, our church family has been through a lot of changes. And as I thought about what I was going to say today, the theme that kept coming to me was change. I think about our church home, this building. Um, some of you may remember when we didn't have air conditioning and we didn't have all this awesome classroom and office space. The addition we built a couple decades ago was a change that could be seen not just by us, but by the entire community. 
I'm also brought back to a call I got as the newly minted properties elder. Sitting in a parking garage in Rochester, New York in early January, I was informed that the pipes that bring hot water and heat to our sanctuary had burst. No heat. Together, we pulled together as a family does, adapting, changing, and helping each other get through until we had heat again. The new pipes that we have to keep this place warm and running are a change, but they're a change that nobody sees. Where am I going with all this talk about the building? I think it's a good analogy to what happens to us as people. As individuals, we change. Amy mentioned a little more gray. Um, some of those changes people can easily see and recognize. But we also change on the inside. Being an optimist, I'd like to think these changes are positive and help us to be better people. But as we go through life, there are changes and there are things about us that don't change. Our core values as people do not change. Our core values, whatever they may be, remain constant within us and they guide our lives, our goals, and how we interact with others. Going back to my building analogy, while some things change, we have core values of gathering here every Sunday for worship and gathering downstairs for fellowship afterwards. Our congregation has also changed. The external part are the faces. Some people have come and gone. Some have been here for as long as I can remember. But don't, don't take that the wrong way, it's okay. <laughs> we are friends, and in some cases, very dear friends. We bond in worship, Bible study, mission, and at coffee hour. Our traditions have changed. From spaghetti dinners in St. Nilot to virtual worship and lawn fest. But some things haven't changed. We are still committed to mission and we still welcome guests just like family. I have a feeling if I come back here in 100 years, this congregation will be still focused on fulfilling the needs of our community and the needs around the world and we'll be still welcoming visitors warmly every Sunday. So as people we change and yet we stay the same. As a congregation rooted in Christ, we change, yet we stay the same. Some changes in us as individuals and as a congregation are as clear as the changes in the building. Some changes are unseen, but those changes are just as important, just like those pipes. In the ministry information form that we shared with you a few months ago, we asked for a pastor to guide us in shaping a vision for the future, a vision led by the Holy Spirit to facilitate in-person re-engagement, build relationships, and increase connection to the community. And we committed our full selves to be here to help achieve that vision. Dan is here as our guide. We as a PNC are very excited about his ability to listen, engage, collaborate, and build. And we think once you get to know him, you'll be just as excited as we are. But it's not Dan's job to create that vision or bring that vision to reality. That job belongs to all of us. And as we create that vision and go on that journey, change will undoubtedly take place in this building, in our congregation, and in us. I ask you to be open to that change and maybe, just maybe, be a little excited for it.
The scripture today that Stephanie read asks us to bring our varied talents together in unity to do the work of God. So let's get ready, let's be open to change, and let's all walk together to do great things wherever that journey takes us. Amen.